0: Hello and welcome along to episode 104 of the Talking Dogs on Thursday podcast with myself Barry Drake This week we're going to Gory in County Wexford and we're going to say hello to a, a man that uh, kindly joins us on the podcast And that of course is uh, Owen Doyle Owen thanks a million for joining us on the podcast No
1: problem Barry and thanks for having me
0: and I suppose, look, um, you know, for anyone, I suppose, that's familiar with the podcast, um, we could be going anywhere all over the country, I suppose. And, uh, you know, we've got so many great supporters like yourself, um, as I said, all over the country. So, um, you know, so many great people involved in the sport.
1: Yeah, that's it. Awesome. It's great to be able to get all the, the bits and pieces out for everyone to hear them and see what's going on.
0: And tell our listeners um, a bit of, a small bit about you, because um, no doubt uh, many people would have been uh, reading that lovely piece uh, by Ian Fortune over the course of the last couple of days, um, highlighting I was a, a bit of a milestone for you, um, a century of winners at your local track in Escarty. But you know, take us back to your earlier days, and you know maybe some of your early memories of greyhounds and uh, how you got involved first day.
1: Yeah, look, there was always a couple of dogs at home at the home place. My dad always kept a couple of coursing dogs and maybe the odd track dog, would... Everything always laid with Corson really at home and um, he did have a couple of trackers there over the years. I think the first one that I used to do the work with at home would have been always sober. He won, he won it in a Scotty for the one night and that was sort of it was around 14 or 15 and that was sort of where I got into the trackers really and for a while then we lucky enough we got into a place and were able to rear a few dogs and we bred a little and sort of went back to the Corson dogs really. and myself and Brian and John and we bred a litter of pups and that. And then Martin Lanny asked me to start schooling a few dogs for him and that's where I got back at the track then really you know
0: Very good of course uh, Martin Lanny I suppose uh, another talented greyhound man
1: Yeah yeah I'm a very good friend to me now and there's a lot of help to me over the years in the last 12 or 13 years now that we've been doing a bit of work for him and he always sends a couple down there for to be got started off before they go into him you know which is a great help to be honest so it is
0: yeah exactly and and talk to us I suppose a bit about um, schooling dogs because obviously like it's such a, a big part of the game and you know very important at that early stage to get things right for people
1: Yeah that's it look we'd be tipping along we'd always be schooling maybe 6 or 7 there at a time and it's great you you learn what sort of dogs they are whether they're funny dogs sort of need a bit of time or whatever and you know, the one question we'd always be asked is how long do you think it'll take sure, some lads could be done in 4 or 5 weeks and other lads could take 8 or 10 weeks it all depends on the
0: dog you know yeah and as I said of course like it, it's such a huge part of you know the the greyhound's career all about getting it right with time and stuff like that you know giving a, a greyhound plenty of time you know not starting him too early and stuff like that
1: no you'll always have some lads who will want them done in the blink of an eye and See how good they are early, and some of us just want that Saturday night Shelburne dog, you
0: know. Yeah, that's exactly it. And I suppose, look, I use the word passionate a lot in, 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 in this podcast. I'm um, you know, as I said, um, you know, like people within their local tracks all over the country, um, the likes of Ennisgarthie as well. So many great people involved in that um, track down there. It it seems to me, from from looking in from where I am and following the social media platforms and stuff like that, that Ennisgarthie is going really well.
1: It is in fairness to Bridget and the team in there, they're doing a great job in there and look at anyone that was there before them, always were, were done a great job in it but there's been a big push now and sort of times are changing and all the social media advertising and all is starting to bring a bit more into it now as well and so the track, you, you'll always find the track as well looked after in there and they're very, they're, they to help you out as much as they can like we do all our schooling in there, you know because when you do a run in there, you know what you have, you know You've got the good dogs that have come out over the years, they're Derby winners and the whole lot. So, that's and it's, it's a very fair track to get a guide on a dog, you know.
0: That's a, that. That's exactly it. And tell us a small bit about your operation at the moment, Don.
1: I'd have maybe ten kennels there, Barry, and there'll be a sort of a mixture. There'll be four or five for racing because I have a private license there. So there'll be four or five there for racing, and then probably there's four or five coursing dogs there at the minute, and then a couple of trackers and a couple of retired lads, you know. So we sort of keep that the whole keep
0: that number the whole time. Yeah, good way, good way to have it. And um, obviously, look, there there would have been I suppose plenty of you know standout moments since you since you got involved in sport. I suppose like you know as I, as I said, it's different for everyone. Someone is lucky enough to win the derby, or you know someone is lucky to win graded races at their track. And you know there's nothing wrong with that either. But um, I'm sure you have a couple of standout memories as well.
1: Ah yeah, no, those those we one of our first stake wins there was only small stakes we'd been winning but we won a five-seven-five 7 5 competition in an Escortie there with a bitch belonged to a, a syndicate a lads out of town here and it was the first dog and sure dog myself and Brian had there then Daniel's Dream won a stake for us in an Scarty. he was a real genuine little fella you know and we'd picked up a couple in Shelburne along the way there with Jack Stockup and lately we ran Ciprieta as well so we've had a few nice winners in Shelburne too over the years with Kings Island Kid and Ben Man and Jack's up and that so it's, you know, it's good to be able to sort of mix it between a few different tracks
0: Yeah without a doubt it um, definitely is and um, I, I see a man that was uh, mentioned on that piece um, Rob Ho of course was based in the or how I'm sure you correct that, uh, pronounced that correctly for me I should say of course he's a, a big man um, with the Nathan Hunt team over there
1: yeah, and look, Rob, Rob sort of come in, got involved with me there. He was always in contact with me over the years there, uh, looking to, for dogs and that. And in the last maybe 16 months or so, Rob has got involved with us there. He himself and Paul Morphy in England had a syndicate. That they own Jack's Lockup with a couple of lads from home here. and Then Rob bought, bought Glass Brave there then as well. And We got a few runs into him. He went to the semi-final at the Conco Cullen for Rob, and he went across to the UK there and won an, an Open 6-Bend there first time out last week. So... Rob is a good supporter and very good help as well you know he's he's always there if you need him and he's a great interest he's, he's a good buying dogs there the whole time to go to the UK and he puts the odd one here then as well if he thinks it suits here you know
0: yeah he sure does yeah fair play to him and I suppose look isn't it great I suppose to, to be mixing with, with you know UK supporters as well because we've seen so many uh, UK owners involved in, our, in our, our sport over here with the last number of years and it really works really well
1: that's it, it is actually and the majority any of the track dog sort I have in train, and if there's five there there's there's at least four or three or four of them would be UK okay owners there. Like there's another man there, Les, he keeps he keeps a couple here at a time as well and we run away on him, he, he likes to try spot a bargain and if we can get a couple of runs out of it, then he takes it on over to England, you know.
0: Yeah, exactly. And that. He, that... Now how we've
1: had some luck, so
0: very good. And talk to us about that um, hundred winner down in 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 Escorty, um lately. A nice performance because um twenty nine seventeen is a fair run around in Escorty.
1: Yeah, Colba He um he was a dog that came here for 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 a bit of schooling from Dave Buckley who, who lives up the road here and Dave Dave seen him in Knock Long Trial and, and took him home and we done a bit of work with him then and then Dave took him back home up there and he was doing a bit with him and graded him in and suppose he ran in an escorty then in his first race. He was very familiar with the track, he'd a few looks around with me, but he ran and he got no luck. And Dave then rang me one evening and says, Oh, will you take the dog back down there? I've a few things to do here and I just I need to to get a bit of work done and that and I said, Grand, no problem. So I ended up buying him back off and myself and Les we were putting a syndicate together for him and a couple of the lads couldn't commit so myself and Les bought him and said we'd take a chance and sure look he we ran we gave him a spin around in Scarti two weeks ago and he trialed well and he won then last last Thursday night so it was grand to be to be owned the lad who I got the, the 100 winner with under the licence you know
0: very good and that sounds like that ground is a, a promising future ahead
1: he has he's a March 21 and look at he's he's only coming to himself now I suppose Dave likes to run them early to see how good they are you know so he started them off there and he gave them a run there six weeks ago so we just kept him going then
0: brilliant and I know you get great satisfaction and great enjoyment out of having a winner
1: yeah oh that's it and hopefully now we can we can move them on and pick up another one you know
0: exactly and going forward um, I'm I'm sure you won't be afraid to make the trip to Shelburne Park
1: no no look we, we do most of our racing between Shelburne and in Escorty and Newbridge there for Friday night as well because you always get a couple of great sprints in Newbridge and some of them I have I find that in Escorty just a little bit too tough you know so it's grand to be able to switch from to, to switch between the couple of tracks there and you get your different sprints or five-seven-fives or 5.25s. Five, five. So it's not too bad, you know, you have a bit of a choice.
0: Exactly. And just in, in terms of the the track for, for people that might be too familiar with it, obviously it's a tough running circuit. Um, it, it, it looks like a, it's a bit of a tough finish as well. Would it be fair to say that?
1: It is, yeah, because you're sort of, you're running uphill to the first bend and it levels out and down to the 750 box nearly, or half down the back straight, you're running uphill again, till you come off the bottom corner, and it's leveling again, and then it's uphill again to the line from the five 2 five box. So you have to be getting home in it. There's no hiding places in it. Like I've had lads there that had do 2860 in Shelburne, and they couldn't break 29 seconds in those cars because that last 50 yards coming home was catching them out, you know.
0: Yeah, exactly. Look, always a great track to buy out of, and you know, I suppose going forward, um, like so many people uh, within the sport all over the the country, everyone has their I suppose hopes and dreams. On what, what, what are you most looking forward to, and what are you hoping to achieve going forward?
1: See, look, everyone is always hoping to win a derby, but look, as long as we can keep getting a few winners and win a few races, and hopefully be a big race will come along down the line, you know.
0: Yeah, no 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 doubt it will. Obviously i uh, will well able to get the job done. And just in terms of the the Derby, you touched on that, the ball sports Irish ground derby one hundred and twenty five thousand euros to the winner. I think everyone is making arrangements, you know, for the for the overnight stay to the the final night and stuff like that, the the annual outing for, for so many people, um not just here but across the pond in the UK. Uh, what have you what have you thought of the the Derby so far this year and what's impressed you most on?
1: It's, it's wide open still Barry I think there's a few Every night there's a couple of upsets in it you know. Um, with the locally bred dog there Vincenzo He's doing everything right I mean, he was bred by Larry Burnout They're all there he's, He seems to be doing everything right For Pat Kilfoyle. I'm sure you have Cool of Hoffa there And he, he's coming along there For Mike Donovan as well So it's still I think There's three or four them there in with a shout A couple of the dogs That maybe went well In the English Derby Are only starting to come back To the farm now as well The Barefoot Supremo And that you know
0: yeah, exactly. It's it it's all to play for, and it's going to be a, I suppose, another fantastic uh, final night there in in a couple of weeks' time. And you know, we're always urging people, um, you know, to, to get out Greyhound racing. I know it can be tough and stuff for for people at times. So many things ongoing, you know, the J matches and full swing over the last couple of months and stuff like that. Um, but you know, it, it's very important, I suppose, that everyone supports their 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 local track, and I'm sure you'll let go of that on.
1: That's it. It is very important there that keeps getting the, the people into the tracks, no matter what, whether it be in Scarty Watford, Shelburne, wherever. Like, it's great to just the uh, the work they're doing at the minute there to keep trying advertisement and all to get people in. Or different ideas, like in Scarty ran a public house sweepstake there where pubs got all the pubs in the area got drawn to a runner, and the final night there there was busloads of them from the six representing pubs come in for the final and all like it was a great great crowd and all in it that night, you know they're sort of things that need to be done to keep people interested and let them see what's going on.
0: Yeah, that's exactly it. That that public house sweepstake, yeah, that looks looked like it was an outstanding success and you know maybe it it's something you know other tracks could could try and achieve going forward.
1: Yeah, that's it because like Bridget was saying to me one morning we were in their trial and she said like there's there was a busload of people booked in one night now and they didn't get into the sweepstake but because of what it was like they were saying it was 20 20 odd people on the bus there that they wouldn't have had in there other than the advertisement that was going out and showing what they were doing and that you
0: know. Yeah that was great to see Uh, fantastic as I said work going on there in Innescarty I think that's about it Owen. Um, Once again we congratulate you on that recent success always great to um, get on the 100 winner mark and uh, as Irene Fortune said in his piece we look forward to marking the, the 200 winners in the near future but anything else you'd like to add before we finish up?
1: no that's more that's it Barry and thanks very much for having me and you're doing great work there with the the podcast and the different things every week getting everything out for people to see and it's great hopefully going forward everything keeps going well
0: yeah great stuff look thanks uh, for the kind words On look it's uh, very enjoyable I suppose to be speaking to all the great Greyhound people um, each and every week here on the podcast on Thursday and once again a massive congratulations on your recent success and uh, no doubt there'll be plenty of will- winners will follow uh, in the coming weeks and coming months ahead thanks so much for joining us on the podcast
1: no problem Barry thanks very much thank you